you folks that are online, we're still working it out, figuring it out, so send us your uh, comments and your text, amen. So uh, I hope you're uh, growing in the Lord uh, in these days of being remote, right, social, uh, social distancing. Uh, I'm experiencing a little growth in my life, so, uh, you know, greater levels of discernment and greater ways to uh, move by spiritual places that I hadn't experienced before. Uh, waking up at 3 a.m. and getting out of bed and praying. I haven't done that before, right? But praise the Lord, he uh, put something on my heart, and in these uh, a couple of days that I've done that, there's been instant change the next day. So I want to let you know that just because you're remote, just because you're online, just because you're not physically here in our sanctuary and we can't come up and give you the, the, the guy hug like with the elbows, it doesn't mean that you're uh, distanced from God. It doesn't mean that you're uh, not connected to the family of God. I want to let you know that God is very much into the days that we are walking in today. Amen? He's not full of fear. He's not wondering when we can all get back together and on pause, right? He's not, uh, he is desiring that the people of God excel in every single way that uh, is written about us in the books of heaven. Amen? There are words right now being released out of heaven to give us enablement to find places in the spirit that have been beyond where we have been in the past. Uh, more, better experiences, higher levels of discernment, higher levels of authority, higher levels of understanding, higher levels of, of knowing what's going on in the heavenly realms and participating in ways that are the spiritual places, right? The spiritual places because his word says the sons will walk by the Spirit. And so God is very much into training us up in these days. No, no, yes, we're separated. Yes, we're longing to see each other. But we're learning how to communicate in the Spirit to know what is going on in the heavenly realms and then we can pray and we can impact heaven and we can uh, be a participator with Him. Amen? So that we begin to see the manifestation on this earth and the routing of principalities and powers and the releasing of blessings and the praying for people and the praying for... Even there's a story about uh, somebody earlier was praying for a pet and there was change. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? God loves His creation. All of it. And He wants us to participate in it. So this morning as we uh, greet you online and greet you locally, we do have, uh, we're live feeding even in the food bank this morning. So the people that are busy about uh, putting up the boxes for you, so when you come later, uh, they're also a part of the service, not, even though they're not here in this room. Amen? I want to welcome Barbara Dean up. Uh, she has a poem that she has had on her heart for several days. And uh, feel a week? Yeah. So hold the microphone real close. And if you stand right about here, uh, the, uh, the people can see your nice face. And if you stand there, I'm just going to move the podium okay. so they can That's see fine. your beautiful face. So I've been pressing in to God and with all that's been going on. And um, I, just, I said, God, I just want your heart. I always want your heart when I write. And I know that you're inspiring something in me to write. So it's been two weeks now to develop this, but I only wanted what God wanted to say in these times because I was so moved by all the tears that I've seen on TV and all the tears of all the people that have lost loved ones. Um, I just was so moved that I said, God, I want to feel your heart. What do you feel, God? What are you feeling right now? And so it's called, For These Tears He Died. God is still on the throne, moving hearts of man. The enemy encamps to cause fear, all he can. Massive prayer, praise, and glory to give. God gave his son, so we might live. A call to warriors to awake, O sleeping nation. Let us flood all airways and embrace God's creation. His living word, our weapon to rise up and speak. Not a time for Christians to be weak. God's heart is all would know and love him. 
We are light and salt, and our hope lies within. See the lost with dove's eyes, compassionate and free. We must lay down our lives for all to see that the alarm has sounded. He's coming for his bride. All the nation will know that for those tears he died. Wonderful. Beautiful. Thank you. All right, well, as we move into worship this morning, I think we've got one song this morning that we've got all queued up. So if you're home, we're going to try to get the camera on the back so you can see the words and participate this morning. So as I begin to start that, hang on. Got to go up to my... I don't want any dead air time, right? All right. Praise the Lord. Amen. Bless you, Jesus. Be glorified, Lord. Thank you for the cross. Oh, the Passover lamb. Worthy. Worthy is the lamb. Bless you, Jesus.
Jesus, you, this appointed time, entered in, entered into destiny, a time of preparation on a lonely donkey, preparing to bring salvation to all of mankind, to be the ultimate sacrifice, the blood that was shed. We bring you honor and glory this morning, Lord Jesus, on this Palm Sunday. We declare.
every nation every tongue We cry out for every nation this morning, Lord. Father, we cry out for humanity. Forgive us our ways. Forgive us our ways, O Lord. Oh, that by your mercy, Lord, we find, we find you, O oh Lord. You hear our cry. You hear the heart cry of the nations this morning, Lord. Power and love. Blood upon the mercy seat. Your blood upon the mercy seat. nations, Father. The heart cry of the nations be heard this morning. Oh, that every knee shall bow. Oh, that every tongue shall confess that Jesus, you and you alone, the Lord. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. In this place, this morning. Bless you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. As we bring our offerings this morning. Amen. Father, we thank you for this morning, for this opportunity to stand in your presence. Lord, as we see this season of time that the earth is acknowledging this Palm Sunday. Father, we bring more than just our tithes and offerings. We bring the living sacrifice before you this morning. Oh, that you'd be glorified. And Father, let thy will be done on earth. Everything that's present, Father, let your will be fulfilled on the earth as you've established and you've determined already before in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Want to pray over it? Father, thank you. Thank you, Father, that we get to come this morning by in the natural or by the Spirit. Amen. Paul said, I don't know which one. It happened. Amen. Father, thank you for this offering. Thank you, Father, all the people that are giving. If you're at home today and you're not sure how to give, uh, P.O. Box 620, amen, you can mail it in and uh, to Praise Chapel in Hartford, 5047. Uh, or there's a donate button online, uh, or you can drop it off at the food bank. There's a, a place for that. Amen. Father, thank you so much <clears throat> for this morning, and I raise this offering to you, Father, and I ask you, Father, that the, the people that are sowing in today, your people, the sons, 
those that have come to bless you this morning, Father, that this would be a sweet aroma to the, to the, to the places of heaven where the angels are, where Jesus is, where the throne of God is. Father, that You would receive this, that the Word describes heaped up and shaken down and running over, that our offering not only affects this community, but this state and this region, this nation, and even the world, Father. Father, our dreams are not too little for You. They're not, too, they're not confined into a place of just called Praise Chapel. But Father, we're expecting impartation to the world every time we meet, every time we gather, every time the Word of God is released, every time the things that are going on in heaven are described on this earth. Jesus said, let it be on earth as it is in heaven. So Father, we're standing here believing that You're going to impart to the people that are listening to this uh, video feed and listening in our families. Father, that these are the days of miracles. These are the days of Passover. These are the days of passion. These are the days of hope coming to be our experience. Amen? Hallelujah! Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's so great to see all of your faces. (laughs) And... uh, whether you're here or not, I still see your faces, especially for our local congregation and where they normally see, sit. Uh, I see Norm, and uh, it was so good to hear his voice. And we've come up with some ideas for allowing us to see one another uh, in call-ins and exhorting one another when we can't all be together like we so desire. So there are so many things on my heart. I really don't know where this is going to go. But the first thing I want to tell you is this week is Passover. Passover begins Wednesday, April 8th, and uh, completes it at uh, sundown on April 15th. So nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. Our worship will come up before the Father. April 8th, um, we will be having a live broadcast. We'll be meeting here April 8th to announce the beginning of the feast. For those of you who are, who are, who are interested, and in, uh, we're talking about Passover and, of course, Easter Sunday that people are familiar with, but, you know, Jesus was celebrating Passover uh, the week that we're about to enter into. This holy week is coming upon us. And so we are going to be doing, having a live stream on Wednesday so we can do some prayer and come before God and assemble as his people. And so we want you to join us for that. We're excited for that. And Thursday, we're going to be doing the same thing. Am I right? Because we just had this meeting. (laughs) Thursday. Oh, I thought it was Wednesday. Oh, just Thursday? Well, we're meeting for prayer. I'm going to be here for prayer. Okay. Okay. Thursday we'll be broadcasting. So there can only be ten of us here. Um, at any one time. Um, We have lots of room for social distancing, believe me. Uh, Lots of room. Uh, We'll be meeting, the live stream will come at 6 p.m. and it will go till it's done. But um, Sunday morning, Easter Sunday, uh, there's going to be things happening here. And as I can, I I say we can have up to 10 people, so if you want to be here, sign up. (laughs) And uh, we can tell you where that is. But don't miss it. Don't miss it from your homes. This is the week to seek the Lord like never before. I wanted to give you a little kudo that this year happens to be the actual date. Uh, Passover uh, changes dates every year. And these feast dates of Passover are the actual dates, the same dates of when Jesus was crucified. So... Join in with that and join in with his heart because a great darkness did come upon the earth, but we know that it was resolved in a glorious light. Amen? A glorious, earth-shaking light. And that's what I'm believing for this week. Amen? So I just wanted to tell you about those upcoming things. And there's so much in my heart today, uh, only because there's so much in God's heart. And so I'm just trusting him to give you 
some of the things that we shared earlier this morning uh, as we gathered together to seek his face. I want to bring you back. Uh, last week, um, we posted on the church Facebook page a recording of a word that came in January. Now that we've got that little air thing out of there, that's good. Um, and it was a prophetic word, a foundation for a series that God began to take us through for this year. Little did we know that everything included that God was speaking we're actually in the middle of right now. I want to talk just very quickly about some of the things that were there. I encourage you to listen to it. This wasn't anybody's word. This isn't a personal word. This is the word of God. God takes his word, he puts it and uses a mouthpiece to speak it. Did you know that you are a mouthpiece for God? If you have the word of God of you, and you have Jesus in you, and the Holy Spirit, and Abba is your father, God, you are his mouthpiece. You are destined to speak for him. So it's not your word or what you thought up or you know, conjured up. No, this is the word of God as we humble ourselves, and that's how we look at it. So I highly encourage you to listen to the prophetic word that laid a foundation for the series that we were in. And those of you who were listening to the series were totally prepared. We talked about fears. We talked about everything that garners and oversees what comes out of your mouth. We're talking about the mouth. Out of the heart, the mouth speaks. We're talking about, we talked and we learned about our minds. We aren't going to stop learning about this because God will continue to speak it. He will continue to minister it until you get it, till I get it. So I have to rehearse these things. I have to rehearse these things. And I just want to, uh, from some of my notes, I would like to say some of the things that were spoken, that God spoke. And this was um, January 19th. He said, this is the season I love this as I look back over my notes. He said, this is the season God will draw the sound of his people out of his people. This is the season he's going to call the sound out of his people. He will be calling them to and calling you to a new place. There will be a movement of my voice within my people. That's what God said. There will be a movement of my voice within my people. You will become a trumpet sound. You will begin to sound the sounds of the kingdom of God. This will be a season, he said, my people will find their voice of harmony in this season. You will find the voice of harmony. When I heard him say that, I thought, what? What is it going to take? to ever bring that to pass, Father. Abba, you know, if that's what you're speaking. But look what is happening right now. God is bringing the sound of harmony in his people. We are crying out. We are crying out for mercy. We are calling, crying out to know God, to hear God, to discern God. We are crying out for a move of his spirit like the earth has never seen. And it is happening. It is happening in all the nations. Years ago, he told us to cry out. He said, ask me for the nations. Ask me for them. I'll give them to you as an inheritance. And we began to do that. And we saw our outreach and our missions. This is many years ago. This was the heart cry of the intercessors and the prayer warriors around here and on the floor and wherever we were crying out in our homes. You don't have to just pray at church. Praying is nothing more than talking to God. And you can go boldly before the throne of God because of the blood of Jesus if you've received him. So the voice of harmony, I find that amazing. I find that so exciting. And I feel the power of that. I feel the power of that. I see waves and waves of the power of harmony, like 
gigantic waves in an ocean, and they come crashing down upon wickedness. They come crashing down at about, uh, upon disease and sickness. They come crashing down on every evil plan that the enemy has to destroy what God loves. I'm so excited. Harmony, unity, oneness. Just look at it. You all love the harmonies when, when you hear a quartet or a group of people and, and they don't even need music because they're singing notes and it's so harmonious and it's so soothing and it's so stirring and many of you get goosebumps when you hear something like that. I'm telling you, get ready for church goosebumps. Harmony goosebumps. Come on. Because God is creating that sound of harmony throughout the earth and in the heavens and as we join with heaven and the cloud of witnesses. The church is bigger than on the earth. Part of the church is in heaven. The church of the firstborn. Amen. I'm sorry. I'm totally offline here. Okay fresh release of kingdom influence and favor. It's time not just to pray, but we said declare and decree. We are declaring. We are decreeing. You're going to find as you give yourself to prayer and seasons, I hope all of you are busy. I know many people are out there making face masks and all those things and it's wonderful and good and helping one another. But I hope I hope that you haven't forgotten to build the altar, to build the altar of his presence, to come as the living stones and present yourselves together as an altar before God. Get your family together. This is Passover. Draw close in these days. Um, let's see. There's a couple more things I wanted to share. Uh, you're going to have to listen to the whole thing. But God said... It's time to fight for America. Do some of you remember that? That's what he said. He said it's time to fight for America. Fight for the children. Fight for the, our, our future. Because God has a plan for our future. This is the word. Fight for America. And also, as we do that, we can ensure that the the taking care of the nations is happening because there's that giving spirit. There's always been that giving spirit to nurture and to give and to pour out to the other nations. We've done it for, for decades and for centuries. We've given and we will not forget the orphan and we will not forget the nations because they are our brothers and they are our sisters. And we love them like Jesus loves them. It's also the time for establishment. Amen? I want one particular thing that God said in January. He said, the Billy Graham mantle is coming upon the church. Come on! It is time to receive it. If you haven't received that, just lay hold of it. Just, just Google any one of his sermons. Just listen to one. Let the mantle come upon you so that you can speak to humanity so they will reach out to their only hope. Our only hope is in God. Our only hope. Well, you can say that the science is in this. Listen, they don't get anything without God releasing it to them. The technologies, the understanding... Whether they're crying out to God or not, the church is crying out so that the minds of the world, the geniuses of the world, the researchers of the world can come up with something to help. God helps us in many ways, but he is the God of miracles. He is the God of miracles. And if we ever need, if the earth needed a miracle right now, it's right now. We need a miracle. I'm telling you, as I've been seeking the Lord and pressing into him and just listening, 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 
listening. And all of you know I like to talk, especially when I can't get around anybody. I want to run these 28,000 words a mile a minute. And I, all my sisters, can I get an amen? Amen. Okay. Uh, the rest of you guys just have to suffer. But, uh, <laughs> oh my goodness, I got sidetracked, didn't I? This is that season of Passover that we're coming into. And, uh, oh, the Billy Graham, thank you, thank you. But that, I, I do, I want you to lay hold of that. Get that mantle on you so you can start being the one to minister. There's every opportunity. There's phone calls. If you can't see one, just pick up the phone and call. I, I'm not selling an app, but I want to tell you about one that's really fun. I've given it to my closest friends. I can't always come back and do it, but it's called the Marco Polo app. You all know Marco Polo, you know, when you're playing in the, you know, the, the games you played as children. Well, it's a Marco Polo app. And you can get on that, you can send a 20-second uh, video. I can do that faster than I can text now. I'm actually getting twitches because I have texted so much. I was saying, Lonnie, look at my hand. It's doing this. I looked it up. It's because I've been using it so much. And the problem for me is I'm not double-handed in this, okay? I have my own little way of how I text. My grandchildren can just buzz them out, you know, or they use the voice-activated thing, which always uh, misspells things, and I've, I've found too much trouble, so I always try to look at it. <laughs> but, um, people of God, let's pick up that mantle however you can contact. And that Marco Polo app helps because you can see somebody's face. You can hear somebody's giggle. You can see somebody smile. Or you can see a tear drop out of their eyes. And we can minister to one another that way. So I highly recommend it for your family members that you might not be able to reach. It's a great way to stay in touch with your family. And um, so there's other things. That's just something that we can do. I'm going to stop talking about that, and I want to get to today. This is Palm Sunday for all of us, and we can't come in here dancing around with our palm leaves or whatever it is, our traditions. It's not happening as we normally experience it. But for me, I'm raising a palm leaf of Hosanna in the highest to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, today. I am raising and I am dancing in the Spirit before Him. And it's not because of some false idea that the people that could crucify Him a week later had in their thinking. I know who He is. He is the Son. He is the only living Son of God. And I know that he came to this earth because God so loved us and he loved the world and the earth that he sent his only son to us. That's who Jesus is. And so today I celebrate Palm Sunday. This is the traditional Sunday the week before, but actually Passover starts this Thursday. So, I mean the, this Wednesday, yeah. Keep me, keep me right. Somebody keep me right. Um, I want you to think about what we're experiencing. I want to give you a little bit of word and understanding. Some of the world, we only think of Good Friday, Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, and Easter Sunday. But so much happened in that week. Get your Bibles out and read the story. Read it to one another. Read it to one another. And then find out your good videos, The Passion of the Christ. And how many of you remember the Ten Commandments? It was wonderful. It was on television last night. Pastor and I had to watch it early. We have a video of it. And we just sat ourselves down. And uh, because God had been stirring my heart before we watched it, the season we are in, that was the first Passover with Moses. The very first time Passover and the appointed feast were established and made law, the laws of God. That first Passover, the Ten Commandments, 
were established and written by the finger, the fiery finger of God on stone. The sad part is when he did that, he had totally intended to write those laws on their hearts. But the people were afraid. The people were afraid to come close. Saints of God, I want to tell you right now, don't be afraid of God right now. God wants to write his word and etch it upon your hearts right now. Draw near to him like you've never drawn near before. What can wash me white as snow? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. We just sang that. But there is something that can wash and set you free. Passover was the time of freedom. Let us not be in this season of freedom that was established with the very first Passover. Let us not be like the Israelites of old that had been in such a habit for over 400 years. They had been fearful. They were afraid of everything. They had slave mentalities. They were afraid of everything. And they continued. They continued to bring that with them on the journey that took 40 years. We don't have 40 years. We have now. Let's not be afraid of God. For all of you who don't know God, I'm asking you, this is the time, this is the season to come and know him. That first Passover, they, you, you know, most people have watched the Ten Commandments. If you haven't, Google it, Netflix, I don't know where it is, but find it and watch it, okay? It's a great, classic movie. God loves his people. And this is a story of taking them out of slavery, physical and mental, and taking them out from the powers of evil. In that case, it was Pharaoh. And bringing them out so he could be their God. He could be the leader. He could be the one who would let them understand his great love. And he manifested his power in so many powerful ways. And we all know the story when we get to the end and the, and the last plague that comes and takes the firstborn. There were plenty of others, but you have to watch the movie. We have limited time here today. But in that plague, it came for the firstborn. Various reasons. And their firstborn started dying. The plague was set. That was what it was going to be. But Father told them to take a hyssop branch and to go and slaughter a lamb and to take the blood and put it on the doorposts, on the windows, on the doorposts of their homes. And he said that the angel of death would pass over them. And that's where we get the term pass over. Passover. That death would pass over them. Saints of God, we are in a season of unprecedented death in the earth. Like never before. No one is spared. This is, this, is, this is no respecter of persons. No respecter of persons. Many have called it a plague. It is a plague. And it has come upon the earth. And there's nothing but the blood of Jesus that can help us in this hour. That blood was put on those doorposts. And then they were told to eat and cook the lamb and to eat the meal. And they were told to stay in their houses. They were told, God told them, put them on quarantine. He said, don't be running around the streets in the middle of that plague. The church of the firstborn. God's idea is that that church will increase right now. Not be destroyed. The enemy knows that his time is short. And he's raging like a roaring lion. 
to take people before they know who they are destined to be, sons and children of God. We must pray. So they stayed in. They put the blood of Jesus on their homes. And the death angel passed over. But isn't it, when you watch that movie and you see that little kind of green thing come down and, you know, come around the people, it's eerie. It's as eerie. Imagine, we can now finally know what they must have been feeling like. Come on. Well, how does this relate? They were celebrating this feast. They were faithful to God. Through many times, they didn't celebrate it. They came back and they began to celebrate the three feasts, Passover, Pentecost, and the Feast of Booths, which is the Feast of Tabernacles. We're familiar with it. It's something that we've studied and taught on. But here we are in a Passover season, much like the first one. This is manifesting in our midst. But what we have is the knowledge that Millennia later, the true Passover lamb came. And that was the one that they were crying out Hosanna to on Palm Sunday. That very week, Jesus came. And even though the brethren and the, and the disciples and his friends didn't really completely understand what he'd been trying to tell them for weeks, the day came. That Thursday... They had a meal together. He then showed them and taught them about communion. I want you guys to take communion. You don't have to just wait and take it at church. You can take it at home. You can pray over it. You can do it unto God. You don't have to have a pastor or a leader or a priest or someone else to bless bless it. Jesus said, where two or three are gathered in my name, and if you're alone at home, trust me, he's with you, and the Holy Spirit's there too, and there's two or three of you gathered in his name, and you pray over that. He's there, and he said, do it as often as you want, and remember me. This is a good time to remember what was promised because of the power of the blood of the Lamb. Now, But what I want to get at is they've been celebrating this feast for millennia, thousands of years, hundreds of years, but it was destined at that appointed hour that that feast would truly, it would no longer be symbolic. It wouldn't be symbolic in in remembrance of what happened before. Jesus was celebrating the feast. He was keeping the feast with his disciples. But what happened is that night, They ate the meal. They went to the garden on the Mount of Olives. It was dark. We've been there. It is dark at night. Even with the lights that are in modern times, it's still dark in the garden. They went there. He said, pray with me. His hour had come. His hour had come. And the next day, We all know this story. If you don't read your Bibles, it's in the Gospels. Read it. Find it. Get familiar with it. And what happened is our Jesus, we all know he was beaten. We know what happened. Many of us know he was betrayed. The people that had shouted Hosanna in the highest a week before, are now shouting, crucify him. Crucify him. Crucify him. I want you to think, it's time for us to pray. I hear the voice of Jesus asking us to pray. Right now, during this time of great darkness on the earth. He took a handful of his disciples, the ones he thought would pray. Unfortunately, I don't know why he brought them all, but maybe he just brought the ones that he knew would pray, the ones that had showed the most promise, perhaps. I don't know, but he asked them to come, and he said, would you just pray for me for one hour? And they came, and he went back and checked, and he went away from them a little distance away, and he got down on his knees, 
And he began to pray and he cried out and he said, Father, if it be thy will, can this cup pass from me? Can this cup pass from me? Just, is there any way that we can do this a different way? And then he finally, he kept praying and then he'd go back and he'd check on the disciples to, to, to see and just, just get encouragement from faces. You see, he was separated. He was isolated just a, di- a short distance away. And he was needing to come back and just see their faces and hear what they had to say. Maybe they were getting revelation. Maybe they were coming up with a witness that would tell him that maybe, maybe this could change and he wouldn't have to go to the cross that night. But when he came back, they were sleeping. Please, God. I'm asking God, please. I love what, what Sean told me. God got him up at 3 o'clock, and he never does this, and he got up and he was praying. You see, this is the season when Jesus is coming to us individually and corporately, and he's saying, would you pray with me for an hour? Would you just spend some time with me here? There's something going on in the earth. I'm crying out. I'm here in heaven. I'm mediating. I'm the mediator for, for my loved ones, for my bride, for my church. Would you cry out with me? And finally, Jesus shed the first blood. It's in the Bible. It tells us that he shed the first drops of blood right there in the garden because it was so stressful. So str- this is before he was tortured and tormented. It was so stressful, and the enemy was trying to get him not to do it and to find another way. But his last words were, Father, nevertheless, I'm paraphrasing here, nevertheless, you, you know where, what I'm feeling right now. Not my will, but thine be done. And that was it. That was it. It was done. He was going, and he wasn't going to look back. Let us be the people that will come and pray in this hour. Can we do that? We're having three days of prayer, April 8th, 9th, and 10th. Will you join us for that prayer season? That's Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Pray from your homes. Pray and cry out. Cry out. Cry out for salvation to come up on the urn. Lay hold of that Billy Graham mantle. Pray like you've never prayed before. Pray. Pray. Get down until your heart, something comes up out of the center of you. Like Jesus is crying out during that hour. All of humanity weighed in the balances. He is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. He became the Passover lamb. The little lambs that they, that they slaughtered and ate. We need to eat Jesus. We need to digest him. He said... You, you can't even take, have part with me unless you eat my, eat my flesh and drink my blood. And that had them all worried that he was some cult leader. But we need to eat Jesus right now. We've got to eat Jesus. We've got to partake of Jesus, if that makes, it, makes you feel better on how I describe it. But I, I wanted you to get that, that you are putting him inside of you. You are desperate for the word of God. That your Bible, these are just, this is holy scripture. But these are words on a page. But you can have relationship with him. Personal, up close and personal relationship with him. He is Christ, our Passover. He became the Passover lamb. No other lamb was Am I running out of time? No other lamb could be slaughtered that day because God caused a great darkness to come upon the earth. And they had, the, the Jews had a law that said no lamb could be slain after dark or in darkness. God brought the darkness so no other lamb could be slaughtered that day. And let me tell you, there were hundreds of thousands of lambs that had to be slaughtered that day because they were following the tradition of Passover. The 
first lamb, the perfect lamb without spot, without blemish, that had everything that humanity needed, everything to set us free on a new course of freedom that we've never known before. And that lamb was slain and crucified on a cross for you and me. For you and me. I just want to say, Christ, we have that banner. Gail made that banner, Christ our Passover. She made that 20, 30 years ago before she died. She had that revelation. She laid hold of it. Christ, our Passover. Let it be your Passover. I'm just asking right now, do you know Jesus? Have, I was talking to God, and he reminded me of a word he brought a few years ago. And the question was, are you sure? Are you sure if you die? Are you sure about your salvation? Are you sure? Are you positive? Do you know where you're going when you leave this earth and body behind? Do you know your destiny? Do you know who you are? Do you know your identity? Have you been born again? Has the old life passed away? Has the old man passed away? Because you have received Jesus as your Savior and your Deliverer and your Lord. You, if you have any questions today, if you have any doubts, you can come before Him today. You, it is time. Don't waste another minute. If you're thinking, well, someday, you know, now is the time. We have this moment. Now is the time to cry out. Now is the time to get yourself before Jesus and cry out to God and say, I want to I know your son. I want to have a relationship. I, 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 I want to I talk to you. I want to receive salvation I need deliverance. I need God. I need the Lord Jesus Christ in my life. Now is the time. Not tomorrow. Now is the time. Now is the time. Just ask Him to come into your heart. Ask Him to come into your life. Ask Him to become the Lord of your life. Be that, that He would be that shelter from this great storm, that he would be that shelter from this great plague, that this is the time to come to know Jesus. Now is the time. Let's leave our fears behind. We pray and we thank you today, Lord God. We thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed upon the cross for each one of us. There's nothing like it. It's the most powerful commodity in the universe. And we thank you for the blood of Jesus that saves today. Now is the time. We cast our sins off. We repent of our sins. We ask you to forgive us, O oh God, in this hour for our complacency. We ask you to forgive us for our idolatry and thinking our jobs and everything else in this world was more important. 
Our money, our bank accounts, our businesses, our cars, everything is on the line. And the only thing that we need is you. And so we pray today. We pray that you would forgive us our sins, known and unknown, God, and that you would have mercy upon us, God, and you would have mercy upon the earth and the nations. Father, we come to you. We say we want to become your children. We want to become your sons and daughters. We want to be born again into the new life. The new life. We want to be born again. Like you said, we could be born again today and leave it all behind. Father, anoint our ears to hear your words and your voice as you speak to us. Father, anoint our eyes that we can see clearly and heal us of our blindness. We thank you with all of our heart today. And we pray and we bless all those who are coming to know you right now. Father, we agree. Everyone here, we agree to pray for the people that are coming to know Christ right now, wherever they are in the world. And we pray for those who are in at death's door in these hospitals and wherever they are, God. And Father, I ask by your mercy that there be deathbed conversions here, that you would come and make yourself known. I pray for the voices and the mouths that you're using, even in the hospital today. Lord, I've seen caregivers coming to pray and pray over the sick and lost and weep with them because their families couldn't be with them. Father, we pray for comfort to come to them and boldness to come and that we tear down anything that tries and is said, you're separated from the earth because nothing can separate us now. All the rules have changed. All the political correctness is down. It's crushed. Those rules of separation don't apply. But we come to the one who is love. And it's love. You are love. And you are the one that connects us together. We praise you, Lord. We glorify your holy name today. And we bless all of you. We can't wait. We're going to see you next Sunday. Um, There's some special things waiting for you next Sunday, so don't forget to come and worship God with us live on Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday. I pray that this earth begins to see a shaking of an earthquake of resurrection that comes because the church is arising and praying as never before in harmony. In Jesus' name, amen.